I am Sarah J. Mann, and I am Citizen Salem. Welcome to another episode of Citizen Salem. My name is Chris Paget, and thanks for listening, tuning in, I guess. I'm an old radio guy. You can tune in. You subscribe, I guess, to podcasts. You click the link. You ended up here somehow from the Facebook or whatever. Speaking of subscribing, big news that I totally forgot to mention in the last episode with uh, John Boris. Lots of great feedback on the internet about John Boris, by the way. Thank you for that. Uh Citizen Salem is now on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, the two big ones that I was kind of waiting on to uh, get approved. So now you can get to Citizen Salem right through the podcast app on your cell phone. So that's super exciting. So Anchor is the company that's hosting Citizen Salem now, the audio ver- version of Citizen Salem. You can also get us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and also on Spotify if you're a Spotify user. So lots of ways to get to Citizen Salem. Of course, through CitizenSalem.com, there's a link to the Anchor Podcast that you might be listening to right now. There is also a video component, too, a link straight to the YouTube video. It's embedded in CitizenSalem.com. So when you go there, you'll see uh, the big picture of the person that is the subject of that interview. Click on that, and you'll find the uh, audio portion and the uh, YouTube video as well if you want the the video, the visual to go along with the audio, which you might want with this week's episode uh, because I got to speak to the very animated Sarah J. Mann. She's a party. She's an actor. She's a singer. I'm. You've definitely seen her around town. She's very tall. She's a very tall, very striking woman. You've definitely seen Sarah around town. I saw her in a performance... I don't know, four, three years ago, and I was blown away by this person, just this person, and then I found out that she lived in Salem, and then I got to interview her for Citizen Salem. So I'm super excited about this one. This is my conversation with Sarah J. Mann. Sure. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm an actor. I get that. <laughs> yeah, I just you, need a couple more takes. Why don't you play yeah, around with this yeah, one? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Loosen vamp, up. Vamp with this one. Loosen up. <laughs> Have fun with it. Uh, well, thanks for coming in and doing this. Thank you for having me. On your day off, I guess, on a Friday? No, like, no? no, it's just you quit a your job slow day. Yeah, I yeah. walked out and I'm never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how long have you lived in Salem? Oh, uh, I think it's been a total of seven years, but there was a break in the middle of it where I lived in London for about six months. Where did you come from initially? How, like, where, where did you live prior to Salem? I was finishing up uni, so I was at the University of Maine, Orono, um, and there was a summer music theater festival that they did, and so I stayed up there for that summer after uh, doing that and subletting an apartment, and then I thought, crap, fall is coming, and I need to move elsewhere, Yeah, (laughs) and so I came to Salem. So why did you, was it a name out of a hat? Like, how did you end up here from? Uh, my eldest sister, Jess, actually was living in Salem oh, and okay. uh, with her husband. And my other sister, Alex, lived with them for a period of time. So I guess everyone, all of the children in our family, at least, have lived in Salem at some point. Isn't that funny? Um, and then 
she said that an apartment was opening up in her building and I took it because I'm impulsive. Well, I mean, there's something to be said for that. Like, you know, when, when you're young and relatively carefree and can make just, you know, decisions like that. Yeah. Why and I not? It's either this or I let the indecision swallow me and I end up randomly living in Orono. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that would have been me. I'd have been like, well, I don't know anything else, so I'll just stay here. I'm going to stand still. Yeah. How'd you... It's, if University of Maine were in Bangor or Portland, but like, how did you end up at Maine and Orono of all places? Like, well, how long ago was that? How, when did you graduate college? Like, um, I didn't graduate college. No? I actually just left because me neither. Yeah, school and I didn't uh-uh. really mix. Nope. Yeah, nope. the sort of uh, standardized classroom situations never really worked with me. Mm-hmm. Um, in high school, I was you know, getting sent to the principal for having smart alecky comments back to my teachers or doing the assignment in a weird way that Uh (laughs) was not what they wanted. Um, And then I thought, I got to go to college. So I originally went to DePaul in Chicago. Okay. And I loved it there. I love Chicago as a city, but it was $48,000 a year, which was not something I could swing. Mm -hmm. So I transferred to UMO because it's kind of where... A lot of the people that I went to high school with just went, and it was another kind of name out of a hat situation. Sure. sure. <laughs> so I went there for a couple of years for English and theater. So people that know you around Salem, when they see you, they're like, oh, that's that lady. Like, how do people know you, know your face in Salem? They probably know me in Salem from one of two places. Uh, one would be that I'm in the band Black Dog Brother famously the 11th best band in Salem. Oh, we're keeping track now? (laughs) (laughs) Number 11, baby, holding strong. (laughs) Top top 10, 2020. (laughs) Exactly. We'll crack it. Um, I've been in that band for about five years at this point. Oh, wow, okay. And so if people recognize me, they're definitely like, you're that tall girl from that really weird band (laughs) that I've heard aggressively. Um, I love playing with them, and I love our music, Dan's music, because he writes everything. Uh, But we're definitely a band that you either come specifically to see or you leave to get away from. (laughs) (laughs) They're here, the 11th best band in Salem. Wrap up your food. All right, everybody. Let's go. Let's get the bill. Let's go. Um, So how did you... how did you get into music? Has that been a lifelong thing? Because you said you went to school for music and theater. So I went for English and theater, English and actually. Theater, sorry. Um, but I was singing in choir and chorus and all that all through middle school yeah. and high school. I was doing musicals and I was doing that. Uh, and then I started doing operatic training oh, wow. uh, toward the end of high school and then continued that at DePaul and started doing operas. And that was really, really fun. Cool. And then when I transferred to UMO, the first show I actually auditioned for there was The Marriage of Figaro. And so I did that opera there. It was really, really fun. And I just kept singing. Um, And when I came to Salem, I was going to the open mics at uh, Gulu that were going on every Wednesday there. And I would see Black Dog Brother because they've been a band for way longer than I've been in them. And I always thought that they were really great and unusual. And uh, they had a female singer, Hannah Cranton, who moved to New York. And when she left, they were looking for another female vocalist. Hmm. And uh, Lucas, the drummer, said, I think that girl can sing. Just 
pointed at me. We didn't even really know each other. Yeah. He said, I feel like she could sing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it turns out. Dan had me. Cut. Yeah, he had me send a, um, like an audition recording, uh, which was me on ukulele singing Love Will Tear Us Apart. Nice. <laughs> nice. In my bathroom. Let's <laughs> <laughs> well, good reverb in there. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. you needed the sounds. Yeah. So has Black Dog Brother gone up or down in the rankings since you joined? I think it's stayed strong. Stay, stay, okay, all right. So yeah. A, so, a solid 11. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't in the band when they got that, but it's on a trophy. <laughs> yeah. So this is real. Uh, you're the, that's an actual thing? I mean, so if somebody a, went through the trouble of real, making a trophy. It's a tiny little trophy. That, yeah, and it's a, a joke everyone always says <laughs> in the band. That's so. great. Oh I don't God. know now, but yeah. Yeah, 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 I think we're happy with 11. What kind of theater <laughs> stuff have you done? Um, what kind of theater stuff is available to do on the North Shore? Well, when I first moved down to Salem, the first thing that I auditioned for actually was Cry Innocent with History yeah. Alive, yeah. Uh, which is awesome and it's the only historical reenactment in Salem that's taken directly from the transcripts of the witch trials uh and you get to be every character in it at some point oh cool but if you're playing uh Bridget Bishop the you know victim of this then you get to get arrested on the street and scream and that was really really fun and I did that for a couple of Octobers and a couple of summers and you had to wear those clothes in like yeah, the middle of July. In the middle of July. Brutal, yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very intense. Wow. Boiled wool in the hot house. Oh, sun. God. So they're like, uh, they're, that's the real stuff. Oh, they're, they're real. They're really oh, legit cloaks. Miserable. And bodices and all of that stuff. Dude. And guys are wearing waistcoats and these huge hats and Steinkirks. And it's just really intense. It was like acting boot camp. Yeah. You just had to learn to keep calm and carry yeah, yeah. on and everything. Sing and bang the drum and. Yeah. yeah, and the tourists get so riled up into it, they get into the mob mentality that, you know, you're sort of drawing attention to yeah. and will really come at you in the space, and that can be a little frightening, too. I got clotheslined by a guy in the street one time when I escaped from no. the constable. Yeah, the guy was like, she's not getting away, and clotheslined me. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like I hit the deck, I hit the cobblestone. Well, you were very of convincing. Apparently, <laughs> he's like, "Not this time, witch." It's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> wow. Look, man, you got to wear the boiled shoes <laughs> in order to touch the performers. Yeah, yeah. So I did. I uh, worked with History Alive. After that, I directed Cry Innocent for a little oh, bit. Cool. Um, How and do you direct a street performance? It's more just like really intense character work and training so that they can be as in character as possible. You know, you can't give them things to say or do on the street because it's all improv, but, um, getting all of the historical knowledge and all of the preparation for who they are. Cause just the more you know about the person you're playing, the easier it is to improvise as them. Um, and then the show that was, actually in the old town hall directing that and the staging and things like that um and then i directed another show for them that was getting captain white which we did at the hawthorne hotel in the library uh and I was in Goodnight Captain White before that. That's a show that they do every once in a while. Mm-hmm. So they're a company that's definitely in Salem to work with. Uh, and so then there's, there's, there's jobs to be had. There's definitely jobs to be had. The other company is the Marblehead Little Theater. I've done a lot of shows with them. Yeah. yeah. And then we have a friend in common, Matthew Smith, and you've worked with Imaginary 
Do you work with imaginary beasts? I, I saw you perform. Do you mean Matthew Woods? Matthew Woods. Sorry, what did I say? Smith? Yes. Sorry, I got my Matthews confused. We do have a common friend in Matthew Woods. Yeah, because <laughs> I saw you perform at the, that was my first uh, experience with the Sarah. The Crane Estate. Sarah Man at the Crane Estate in that crazy. In the Rose Garden. Yeah, performance. The, yeah. Uh, what's the Italian? Uh, Commedia dell'arte. Mm-hmm. Which was awesome and so much fun. Yeah, I loved, loved that show. That is one of my top life experiences in general, I think, was doing that show. I was not very familiar with Commedia dell'arte. I had done one workshop in it with Julie Goel when I was in college. And then... Which, for those who aren't familiar, is just this really broad, slapsticky, like Sarah climbed over a wall... <laughs> You were playing a man. Yes. Um, there's it's a lot masks. of masks. Yeah. 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 It's like uh, the precursor to clowning uh, in a lot of ways. Mm. And it has a certain set of stock characters and different scenarios. And it's mostly devised theater. There are some commedia scripts, but that one at the Crane Estate was devised. We all wrote it. Yeah. Together, which yeah. was really fun. And I got to play one of my favorite characters of all time, which is Capitano. Which that. was so funny <laughs> and just like ridiculous. Just someone and that has the most confidence in their ability to do hard. nothing. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Um, so there. So the the point being is there are working acting jobs to be had mm-hmm. in a relatively small town like Salem. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of really great uh, artists that are doing their own sort of things, either starting their own companies or uh, doing, you know, one-off shows in different ways. There are so many really, really cool spaces in Salem that I feel like are great for theater that either might get underutilized or uh, overlooked because it's not a traditional theater. Yeah, Salem doesn't have too many, you know, standard theaters in it the proscenium that you'd go to but it does have so many great little nooks spaces yeah Yeah. (laughs) nooks and spaces do you have one that you've seen and you've been like something needs to happen in there um in salem that's i mean that's really how i felt about the library and the hawthorne before we did goodnight captain white there was i went into that space and was like this This looks like a sea captain's quarters this is great um so i was really really excited to utilize that space i think um, the Ropes Mansion Ooh, and the yeah. like Rose Garden, Garden at the Ropes would be, be cool. a really great space, maybe for an immersive sort of piece. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, a lot of the different historical sites would be fun for immersive things, I yeah, think. Yeah. yeah. There's, uh, I was just at Winter Island the other day, and like in that fort area, there's this weird kind of parking space, and the walls of the fort all kind of roll down, and it almost is like a little amphitheater unto mm. itself. That could be a neat spot, too. Yeah, they did. Winter Island used to do um, the Shakespeare camp, didn't they? Oh, really? For kids. Did they? Yeah, I yeah. think it was on Winter Island. Uh, now they do it at MLT and Marblehead Little Theater, yeah. um, but it used to be out on there so they may have used that i remember seeing a show there my friend chris directed a couple of years ago but um so the last question uh of the three that i'll ask you is okay what are you doing to make salem a better place oh um i think that drawing attention to these little secret spaces mm. um salem is definitely 
you know, so much about October, at least to the outside world. People right. think of it as Halloween town and they want to come for October yeah. and all of those fun things. And sure, businesses get to make black then. But um, I think that Salem has such an incredible rich history and it is such a beautiful, unique looking town mm -hmm. that contributing in any way to productions that draw attention to these overlooked corners and spaces is really important and I hope I'm contributing to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, I Chris. hope they'll take you back at your job. Yeah, I mean, we'll see after I ran out for a record store. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the record exchange and never coming back. I'm going to the record store. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> She's fun, right? I love her. Sarah J. Mann, uh, you can see her band Black Dog Brother, who have been around since 1997. Where have I been? They're described as gypsy rock. Uh, on the internet. Uh, they perform at the Gulu a lot, so check the board next time you're in the Gulu Gulu Cafe. Thanks to Paul and Colette and Barron's at the Record Exchange for having us. Speaking of Salem Institutions, 256 Washington Street is where you will find the Record Exchange. Alex Asacker wrote and performed the Citizen Salem theme song on her ukulele. Citizen Salem is recorded and produced by me. I'm Chris Paget. Hi. If you or someone you know would like to be featured here, send me an email at citizensalem1626 at gmail.com. And thanks for listening to Citizen Salem. <laughs>